We've all lived our lives being told what is right and what is wrong. Kids get told myths on a daily basis to keep them in check. But it's time for that to change. It's time for us to realize that there are things in this world that we all believe that are completely untrue. So let's bust some myths. Roll the intro. So we're going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, Luke is off playing with his kids and enjoying fatherhood for the first time. You might notice that the episodes are going to be different and not as chatty uh, around the normal art topic table. Bear with us through this time. We will hopefully try and get back into the normal schedule once things calm down and Luke and his wife have you know, everything under control. (laughs) So we won't let you down. We will still try and get episodes out and they'll probably be in a little bit more of a different format like the one you're about to hear. I mean, it's still going to be good. It's still going to be fun. Have a bit of faith in us and let's just hope you guys enjoy it. So today we're talking about myths that everyone believes, facts that are completely untrue. So I've got three for you here today. And the first one is that humans only have five senses. False, completely false. Humans have between nine and 33, depending on which scientists you believe, such as a sense of time, balance, acceleration, uh, thermal, heat, sensing. There's a ton of them. Aristotle, the famous Greek philosopher, was the first to claim that humans only have five senses. Let me sight, hearing, taste, smell, and touch. The normal ones you hear at school. Go forward a few years and chat to our old buddy Shakespeare, and he'll tell you that there were two more, namely imagination and memory. Go forward again to Buddhist philosophy, and they will claim that there are six senses. Same as the five you were taught at school, but with one more, mind. But all of that is... Well, as you kind of know, as being a lovely being, it isn't as simple as just having five senses. We sense and feel so much more. Myth number two, touching a baby bird will result in its mother abandoning or rejecting it. Now, this may not be a common fact that people know, but it's definitely one that I heard time and time again. The myth says that if a baby bird has been touched, the mother will smell the human scent and abandon the baby. Now, this is completely false. Birds actually have a pretty poor sense of smell and probably won't even know that the baby's been touched. Now, this doesn't give anyone free roam to go grabbing baby birds. Under most circumstances, just let the little one be. In the bird world, there are two defining types of babies, fledglings and nestlings. Fledglings are babies that are old enough to start leaving the nest, and nestlings are still too young to explore the outside world. So, if you see a young bird that has feathers, leave it be. It's starting its journey to adulthood and has probably left the nest already. On the other hand, if you do find a young baby, still without its feathers, maybe give it a helping hand back into the nest. It won't really survive outside of the nest and you helping it back in will definitely give it a fighting chance. Lastly, some countries aren't as big as you think they are. Since our world is spherical, it's hard to portray the countries as they really are on a flat surface. So this leads to us having a skewed perception of the countries closer to the poles. For example, Greenland's true size is about half the size of Australia, and Russia 
if rotated vertically, can fit within the African continent. So don't let the maps fool you. Things aren't as big as they seem when you lay them flat. If you are interested, there is a site I highly recommend called thetruesizeof.com. It's a fantastic site that lets you select a country and rescale it as you move it around the map, showing how big each country is when the curve of the world is taken into account. Now, I know a lot of you are missing Luke, and hearing me alone isn't what you all signed up for. And I'm not ready to let you down like that. It's too early in the game for disappointment. So Luke, what you got for us? Hey Brett, thanks for letting me chime in while I'm dealing with some parasites. Uh, I mean babies. Babies, not parasites. Breathe. Drugs, I love my kids. I just really, really miss sleep. Anyway, here are some stupid myths that my parents used to tell me that were actually complete nonsense. And I'm sure I'll be telling my kids the same ones if I'm honest. Number one, cracking your knuckles gives you arthritis. Absolutely false. I'm pretty sure we've all heard this one. I got told it all the time. To the point where now, even though I know it's not true, I still try and avoid it just out of habit. Now, it's not complete hogwash, can lead to some mild swelling if done too often, but no arthritis. Many studies were actually done on this myth, but no conclusive evidence was ever found. So arthritis is when the cartilage at the back end of your bones starts to break down and sort of flake off. This is vastly due to just old age, you know, many years of wear and tear on your body. Also, genetically, some people have slightly weaker cartilage than others, which is also a contributing factor. When you crack your knuckles, something completely different is happening and it's completely unrelated to your cartilage. So in your body, between your joints, you have what's known as synovial fluid, which is basically there to help lubricate your joints. This fluid builds up sort of small nitrogen bubbles over time. It is completely harmless and a natural function of your body. When you crack your knuckles, you are actually pulling these bubbles apart, creating a negative pressure, resulting in a very tiny implosion of the gas. This creates the sound that we hear. The gas reforms in about 20 minutes or so, so you're pretty safe to do it again. Don't go around clicking your neck and stuff because, well, that could lead to other problems. But as far as fingers and toes go, you're all good. Now, myth number two. Dogs are colorblind. Insert the meme of Dwight from The Office here because this myth is false. Okay, not completely. It's half true. We were always led to believe that dogs see in black and white but it has been proven that dogs can see all sorts of colors within the blue and yellow spectrum. This is because they have fewer cones in their eyes that allow for different light wavelengths to pass through. A dog won't be able to see the redness of a rose, that's true, but it will see a shade of yellowy brown in the rose. A lot of animals actually need color to survive in the wild. Colors are a very useful source of information if you think about it. It's needed to help identify prey or danger. In black and white, everything is kind of camouflaged. And let's be honest, this won't work well if you're trying to hunt in the wild. And then finally, for my last myth, sitting too close to the TV is bad for your eyes. Okay, I had to end on a banger. I heard this all the time, and even today still by my wife. Now, there are certain aspects to this that are complicated, but on face value, this myth is busted. Humans have had TVs in their homes for years and years now. Enough so that proper studies can be had on the subject. Yes, sitting too close to a bright TV can definitely cause eye strain. However, the strain is just temporary. 
there has been no proof of any lasting damage to one's eyes from looking at screens, TVs, phones or otherwise. One thing that has come up in recent studies though is the effect of what's called blue light that comes from these devices. Blue light does not damage the eyes though, but it does have an effect on your mental state. With the biggest thing being that it tricks our natural monkey brains into thinking that it's still daytime. Now humans, like all animals, have a body rhythm that changes during the day and night. And it is advised to reduce looking at these devices so much at night because it can affect your sleep pattern. Ultimately, the brain is receiving a specific type of light, this blue light, which it usually gets from the sun, hence throwing the whole system out of whack. This is precisely why modern phones have a night mode, which reduces the output of blue light, which both reduces your eye strain and the blue light effect so that you can sleep better. So yeah, some things to consider, but you aren't doing any lasting damage by sitting five centimeters in front of the TV. It might just hurt your eyes a bit, but again, completely temporary. You're fine. Shut up, mom. You're fine. That's it from me. Have fun with the rest of the episode, guys. I've got some dappers to clean. Oi. Oi, indeed. Luke, buddy, good luck with that. Rather you than me. But in all seriousness, a lot of these facts are things that you based your childhood on. I mean, sure, some of them you figure out as life goes on, but there are some that no one ever corrects you about. And you carry on believing that one thing you heard when you were 12 years old. So I hope this kind of enlightened you and, I don't know, maybe caught your parents out in a few lies. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know the format is a little bit different than what we used to and we will get back to that. Don't worry, that format isn't disappearing completely. We just need to do these as we get through uh, this time and give Luke a bit of a break and give him a chance to, to settle in with the new family. I'm sure other parents out there definitely understand but once we get back into that, we are super excited to carry on and get back around the table where we can at least make things, you know, how they're meant to be and how they used to be. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know if there are any weird facts that you were told that turned out to be completely false. Is there anything, I mean, that aren't a part of these lists that you know is completely false and people are still talking about it as if it's, you know, true. So... You know what to do. If you want to get hold of us, you can find us on all social media platforms at Odd Topic Podcast. You can also find us on our website, oddtopicpodcast.com and also send us an email, community at oddtopicpodcast.com. That's it for us this week, guys. We'll see you again next week with another episode of sorts. It'll be along the same format. Um, let's see how it goes. In any case, guys, stay fresh. Cheers. Bye. Bye.